Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely blessed day today. And uh, be sure to check out the product of the week, one of the most popular products we have, the Ultimate Multiple Capsules, is going up on the website as we speak right now. It's on sale. You voted. It won. Product of the week on sale at the website at Health Masters. But first thing I wanted to talk about, you know, yesterday I discussed in detail about what the ATF is trying to do with the braces. I encourage everybody, if you want, listen to that show. Look at the links I sent you. Please write a comment on the Federal Register whenever you get a chance to make your voice heard and let them know we're not going to tolerate this nonsense. But also, too, another positive thing for all our Ohio listeners, and I encourage you, this is something you have to do, another call to action. I encourage everybody. Uh, it appears the Stand Your Ground gun rights bill was actually passed by the Ohio House on Thursday and the Ohio Senate on Friday, and it is now heading towards the Ohio Governor, Mike DeWine. Now, you guys know he tries to kind of ride a tightrope. Um, he tries to act really pro-gun, and then he tries to pass anti-gun legislation. He's gone back and forth. Can't really figure out where his head is at. So I encourage anybody in Ohio that really, really wants to protect your Second Amendment right and your ability to defend yourself and your family, I highly encourage you to write your legislators, to write your governor, and to make your voice heard even on social media because currently right now you have a duty to retreat. If everybody knows that, Senate Bill 175 that passed years ago essentially makes it uh, an aspect where you have to flee if you are in a public place or area in a deadly force shows up. You can't just defend yourself. Very, very troubling when you see these bills come out like this. So they have, you guys have the stand your ground bill on the block right now with the governor. Make your voice heard. And also, too, on the flip side of that, this is interesting. I saw this actually in Yahoo News. Interesting. They reported on this now. Major General John Harris said members of the Ohio National Guard will all begin receiving doses of the experimental and extremely toxic and side-effect-ridden COVID-19 vaccine. I added that beginning part in there. And they're clearing the way for them to assist in the vaccination of Ohio residents. This is strange. It says there's not a concrete plan for how to use the National Guard to distribute the vaccine, but they said earlier this week they are going to bring the Guard in to bring the COVID-19 vaccine to underserved and hard-to-reach parts of Ohio. Now, that sounds a bit ominous to me. I don't know where this is going. I don't know how far it's going to go with this, but I encourage everybody to make sure you, again, are making your voice heard. If you don't want the vaccine, make it very clear. If your family doesn't want the vaccine, make it very clear. This is a very gigantic battle for consent. This is what this entire aspect comes down to is they want to try to coerce you, force you, talk you into it, and belittle you into making you get the vaccine. And what we have seen now in numerous hospitals all across the country, this is an article that came out from Zero Hedge, that many employees at Howard University Hospital in Washington, D.C. now have said they're not getting the vaccine. There's over 1,900 frontline workers at the hospital, and only 600 of them have got the vaccine. And one of the doctors there said there's a high level of mistrust, and I get it. People are generally afraid of this vaccine, and quite frankly, for good reason. Another survey that looked at it found that 70% 
of frontline workers were not willing to take the COVID-19 vaccine. That was a hospital survey of 350 employees in early November. And then on top of that, you have multiple other hospitals, including the residents in Edinburgh, Texas, the doctor's hospital, where many workers have declined to take the COVID-19 vaccine as well. So it appears more people are starting to wake up, even individuals in the medical field. And a lot of that is due to you as listeners, our show, and people that are starting to forward this information and get it out there. So again, thank you for the continued support. Thank you for forwarding these shows. At the very least, forward these articles to people and try to wake people up the best you can and continue to speak the truth about what is really going on. Support your local companies. Support your online small companies that are supporting you and continue to encourage people to open up their businesses and hang their head high and say, I am an American, we are free, I'm going to breathe clean air, and I am, of course, going to open up my business and stay profitable as America always has been. What do you think about it, Deb? Well, I think we've got a mess. You know, I really do. You know, we've got nothing but lies in the media, and and quite frankly, nothing but lies and 90% of the alt media that have completely been compromised by Operation Mockingbird and the CIA. I'm just telling you guys straight up. Now, there are some other sources out there, like I mentioned before, that are telling you guys the truth. But, you know, for instance, the media is not covering at all this meeting with Sidney Powell in the White House on Friday night. And we need to understand what happened. Somehow she got herself through security. She met with an impromptu meeting with President Trump. Nobody even knew she was coming in. How she got into security has to only be because she was with somebody who had security clearance. When she got into the White House, she spent about 10 or 15 minutes with President Trump before his band of lawyers showed up, including Pat Cipollini, and, and, and that's spelled C-I-P-O-L-L-O-N-E. And then he basically told the president that he couldn't do what what Sidney Powell was saying and basically told the president, you know, indirectly that he was no longer the president, that Biden was going to be being put in and there was nothing they could do to stop it. Then he started yelling at the president of the United States, according to one of the people that were in the meeting, started yelling at the president, the sitting president of the United States in the Oval Office, started raising his voice and yelling at Donald Trump. Now, guys, that's that's kind of that's kind of weird, isn't it? And then basically Donald Trump at that point verbally appointed Sidney Powell as special counsel to head this thing up. And, of course, when she called back the following day to get her place in the White House, to get her office in the White House, to get herself a desk, uh, she was told that they weren't going to do any of that for her. So they went directly against Donald Trump's White House verbal orders the night before. Now, what does that tell you and me and everybody else? Okay, let's start back with square A. I told you guys that Donald Trump was going to win the vote in the election, and he did. Well, that wasn't going to work for these guys. Then I told you as we massively contested in the courts, which it has been massively contested in the courts, and it should have gone all the way to the Supreme Court, but compromised Justice Roberts said, no, we're not going to hear the case. So we've got a shadow government that is running the United States of America that believes that they can bring in Pat Cipollini, and he can scream and yell at the sitting president of the United States and have nothing happen to him. Now, Donald Trump has continued to put people in the positions of power who are given to him to put in the positions of power who basically are snakes. These guys are all snakes in the grass. They're all just absolutely Kabbalist-controlled Rothschild cronies. And they are the ones that have been put into positions of power by Donald Trump, who was given their names to put into power. 
I've told you the story when I met with Roger Stone at his home personally the week his sentence was communed with Mancal Mueller. I've told you the story. You guys that know me well, we sent you videotapes of Roger Stone in his house, audio tapes, actually doing a talk show, and I was in the room with him. Afterwards, we had lunch together, and I talked to him, and he told President Trump not to get involved with the CFR, which is a Rothschild-controlled globalist organization. But he did anyhow. Now, why would he do that? Well, because Donald Trump, and I've told you this before, is deeply compromised morally. He has spent his entire career hanging out with scum, hanging out with criminals, hanging out with mafiosa, with his casinos, and hanging out with organized crime figures. This is what he's, this is what he's done. And so now, here at the end, we expect him to be a different person than he is. Now, mind you, he had the opportunity to stand against this like Kennedy did. Chances are, had he done so, he would have been killed. Quite frankly, that's just the way it works in the high-level politics. You either go along with the mob. Remember what happened with Kennedy. The mob in Chicago put Kennedy in office. The mob in Chicago wanted Cuba back. They wanted to go in because they'd set up all those casinos in Cuba, all that prostitution, all those drugs, all that casino traffic. They wanted it back. And when Castro took over Cuba, the mob was thrown out. You can watch that on, you know, in one of the Godfather movies. I think it's the second Godfather movie. And so the mob was tossed out of Cuba, and all of a sudden they no longer had control of the casinos, and Castro took over. And they wanted Kennedy to do the Bay of Pigs and infiltrate and go into Cuba. But there at the last minute, Kennedy backed out, got wet feet because he didn't want to have World War II with Russia. That was basically the ones installing Castro. He backed out. The Bay of, Bay of Pigs failed. A bunch of those guys got killed, and the mob went berserk because Kennedy was involved and stepped out and allowed it to fail, and they didn't get their gambling casinos and their gambling haven back with Cuba. Just let you to have a little bit of 60-year-old history here. And this is what happened to Kennedy. Then the mob worked together with Lyndon Johnson, worked with the international banking cartels because Kennedy had already signed Executive Order 11110, which gave the right of the federal government to print money without going through the Federal Reserve again. He was also going to disclose what was going on with the OSS, who had become the CIA, and Operation Gladio, Condor, and what was going on with Roswell. And he ran his mouth to Marilyn Monroe, who basically was an MK Ultra Operation Sex Kitten, whatever she was. But that was crazy what was going on with her with all the drugs they had that girl on. And then she ended up apparently spilling her guts back to these guys, and they decided Kennedy had to go. And they arranged for him to have his head blown off, or the back of his head blown off, you know, in an open parade in Dallas, where he was assassinated from the storm drain when his limo actually slowed down so the guy in the storm drain could get a clean shot and hit Kennedy from the front, which blew the back of his head off. Watch the video from JFK to 9-11. It's a rich man's trick. Very, very specific. It tells you exactly every single person involving the Kennedy assassination, including the mob figures, including Lyndon Johnson, including all of the rest. So that's what happened. That's the extent of their resolve. They'll kill the acting president of the United States because they control the country because in the 40s, when that boat was sunk at his piers in New York City, they took Lucky Luciano out of prison, and they had him run the docks in New York, and the United States government went to bed with the mob. And so organized crime has run the United States ever since with all the drugs coming out of Afghanistan. At first it was Southeast Asia. So that's where we are, and the head of all of that snake is basically the Kabbalist bankers 
that launder all of the money. So, again, like I've told you guys, and this is the kind of stuff you don't hear on other shows, the United States is run by organized crime. The state is basically not, the presidency is not run by Donald Trump. As long as you understand that, it makes everything more palatable. You know, we've been hijacked is the best term for that uses the word hijack is that's what's happened to the United States government. We have a shadow government that was put into place with the syphilis infected, you know, Woodrow Wilson. He put a shadow government in place with the Federal Reserve Bank. And then in 1929, that same Federal Reserve Bank contracted the M1 money supply, caused a massive depression. 1933, they had to figure out how to get gold out of the banks and gold out of the hands of the American people because they were going around the Federal Reserve Banks. In the communist, Kabbalist, Luciferian, 33-degree Mason, Roosevelt took and made gold illegal in the United States. That's what happened. So then in 1934, the Exchange Stability Fund was set up, and the Treasury was taken over by the the, the, the Bank of New York, which is basically the federal, first Federal Bank of New York, the first Fed Bank of New York, and, and basically the Treasury was taken over by the Federal Reserve Bank, period. Right? That happened in 1934. And so they've been monitoring and controlling the Treasury activities since 1934. It was a complete and total hijack of about 20 years or so of which they took over the government. And this is where we find ourselves right now, and it's continued. That's why I said to you the other day, it's not something that happened last week. It started 100 years ago, 100, 107, 108 years ago now with the passage of the Federal Reserve Act by Woodrow Wilson. I loathe that president. He's the worst. He's worse than Lincoln. He and Lincoln and Roosevelt – and, and Lyndon Johnson, if you're going to get, and, and they're, they're all horrible, all right? And then, of course, the rest of them, starting with Jimmy Carter, have all been controlled. And they couldn't control Reagan, so they shot him, you know, 30 days in office, and then Bush took over. They kept Reagan medicated, you know, for his entire eight years, and he, basically they destroyed his brain because he slept all the time on drugs. It was horrible what they did to that poor president. But he was a great guy. He kind of brought back. Norman Rockwell's America because when he got on TV people had hope for what he could do and what the American population could do then of course you know we ended up with Bush who was the CIA who was involved with the Kennedy assassination who was absolutely horrible and then we ended up with Clinton which is just that was a disaster and then we ended up with the dumb Bush W and then we ended up with the gay Kenyan and you can watch the progress go through and get worse and worse and worse and again with Barack Obama, they wanted to show all of us who they were and what they could do because they put a they put a person who was born in another country, we all know that, who was gay, who was married to a man, and they just said, let me show you how bad we can make it. We can prove to you we control all of this. And that's who these guys are. And that's still who runs the presidency right now with Donald Trump. Nothing's changed. We had the opportunity to put him in. I really believe he could have been a tremendous change agent, but he's too morally compromised as an individual to do that. And I've told you before, he makes sport of sleeping with other men's wives. I was told that by a person who basically knows Donald Trump personally. And he was warned by one of Donald Trump's best friends down in Palm Beach to keep his wife away from Donald Trump. Because what Donald Trump will do, and has done many times in the past... He will put the wife in a, another room next to the Oval Office or wherever he is or wherever he was in his Trump Towers, turn a speakerphone on, and get the husband to say something bad about the wife. Then Trump goes in and consoles the wife and has sex with her. That's Donald Trump, guys. Now, whether you want to believe that or not, it doesn't make any difference. That's who he is. In fact, one of the books that was written about him said that scenario exactly. So 
we think that he's going to come in now and fix this. Then Q says, everything's fine, everything's fine. But then we have the White House counsel coming in and screaming at the president with a meeting with Sidney Powell where he's trying to fix this thing with the election. He's completely and totally controlled and basically has no power whatsoever. He's a figurehead. He's an actor put into position of authority. That's all he is. That's why I don't believe for one second that anything's going to be done to stop the election of Joe Biden on January the 20th and putting Joe Biden into the White House. I really don't. Because that's the person they went in right now. And what we've done is we don't realize that this Kabbalist group has done this, this group that basically worships the snake in a tree. And, of course, Donald Trump's son-in-law is one of those people who shows his own daughter. It's all tied together in this giant, how should I say, menagerie of just incest. You know, and to use the word incest as a metaphor. I mean, it's awful. I mean, look at the Hollywood industry and what's going on with Hollywood. I mean, you see them all running around with their little red strings on, and basically the, this demonic religion that they follow, this Kabbalah, it teaches these guys how to literally call up demons and perform rituals to feed the demonic entities, do human sacrifice to basically pierce the veil, and in turn these demons and Lucifer allow the physical reality to change to accommodate the wishes of the person or persons who's doing the ritual. That's all of these guys at these high levels. They're all involved in the satanic stuff, including all of the folks involved with Jeffrey Epstein on Pedophile Island. We always forget about that. It was all part of – that's why he had a doggone you know, chapel there, a temple there. I mean they, got, they were involved with an altar. Were they sacrificing children there? I don't know. But there's some weird stuff going on on that whole island. It was outside of the jurisdiction of the United States. This is why so many, again, these Hollywood people wore that red string around their wrist, including Tucker Carlson. Because they've basically given themselves over to this, this religion, to these, to these demons, and they're controlled by it. Remember, Tucker Carlson reads a script. But we've got to remember something, guys. Greater is he who is in us than he's in the world. We're not of this world. I told you that last week in that one show that we did. We've been set apart. When you accept Christ as your Savior, this, the game's over. You win, period. Then you have authority over these individuals because you are now a covenant with the Most High who allows you to control your reality. Now, the problem we have here, guys, is that we can control our personal reality, and we can maintain a proper attitude with God, but we can't control other people's reality. Donald Trump needs to accept Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. I'm talking about a heartfelt, deep, committed change in the man, so he won't go out to conferences and cursing God's name and swear and yell and carry on. He needs that. He needs that type of salvation. And when we pray... And we speak certain things that create scalar waves, and certain things that we think about create scalar waves. This is how we literally change the fabric of reality around us, how to change the fabric of time space, because we can then learn to control physical reality around us. As Christians, we have that kind of power through God, because we are connected through the Holy Spirit to the creator of the universe. And so we've got to reestablish control. It's going to have to be done through prayer and through God through Christ. That's it. There's no way to fix this from a religious standpoint. Why? Because everybody at the top is deeply, deeply compromised because of this Kabbalist group. They really are. All the federal court, not all of them, most of the federal court judges, the Supreme Court of the United States. I mean, when you've got a council of the president going into the Oval Office and screaming at the president, it tells you right there that these guys have the ability to do and treat the president of the United States any way they want because they don't see him as a president. They see him as a figurehead, basically as an actor, and how dare the actor tell them what to do. We give control of this country to the government by voting. But now we know that that's completely and totally phony. 
It's been completely and totally usurped by the electronic voting machines. But because we give it to the voting machines and now we don't want to do anything, we get the blame shift. Well, it's not our fault the government's so corrupt. Look how bad that election went. All those people voted for Biden. That's what happened. Well, no, they didn't. They voted for Trump. But the cabalists who are in charge of the voting machine, who the international bankers are the cabalists, they are the ones that are basically pulling the strings. Why? Because what they do is when we give the control to the government, we get the blame shift. But then the government gives control to the military-industrial complex, who gives it to the basically intelligence community, which is the CIA, who are slinging the drugs out of Afghanistan. This is the black ops. And the intelligence community is a satanic organization. They've got witches on payroll. I mean, it's the weirdest thing. You don't want to be involved. You do some research on what the CIA did with all the drug-altering, mind-altering, all the other stuff they did. They were involved with MK Ultra, which is mind control directly out of the German concentration camps using drugs and torture of people to cause split personalities. This is who runs all of this, but they give their power over to the black magicians. Now, this is the highest level next to the bankers. This, this is it. This is the group that runs it all. They're the ones who basically control all of it, and they give it over to the demonic entities on the other side of the veil, Lucifer, that snake in a tree they call Einstein. And now they want to take that and turn it into an AI computer, into a D-Wave computer, and allow it to have direct interface with Lucifer himself in his dimension back to the United States, back to the world, back to chips in all of us to control our very thoughts, just like they did in Genesis chapter 6, when every thought of every man was evil all the time. This is why they're pushing transhumanism. And, of course, they push the transhumanism along with the hermaphrodite, along with the transgender, because that's part of their religion. And this basically creates this giant energy field around the planet that's super negative. And the AI picks up the negative energy field and continues to push all that negative news into the energy field, reinforcing the field they're trying to develop with the hermaphrodites and with the satanic interface. So... All you get in the alt news now in so many cases is negative, 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 negative. Oh, the earth's coming to an end. Oh, we got an earthquake that's coming tomorrow. Oh, look at these volcanoes that are blowing everywhere. Oh, my goodness, we've got ourselves an asteroid. It's going to be an asteroid strike. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's all super negative stuff. You don't, you don't see any of that junk on the Health Masters website. Why? Because it's fear porn. We don't go there on this show. It's nonsense, unless I'm making fun of it, because it's not something you're going to do anything about anyhow, but it creates the negative energy which feeds the demons on the other side of the veil who trawl the, the whole planet basically as a food source because they've been separated from God Almighty. I've talked whole shows on this, and they can't get sustenance except from fear and all this negative energy or from the sacrifice of babies, and that feeds these things on the other side of the veil. And the veil is very real. You can talk to the boys at CERN. They call it, they, they call it the, the veil or the threshold. And some people call it, I guess, the, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, the point that basically our reality goes into the next reality. I mean, this is some crazy stuff when you start digging into the physics of this stuff. But this is what they're doing to us. They want us to know that they're in charge to the point that they're screaming at the president of the United States. Sidney Powell has made special counsel. Basically, that never happens. She never gets her office. And they want to go ahead and just have Biden take power. The problem is this, the pesky patriots. That would be me and you, by the way, in Austin. We're pesky. We don't want to shut up about this. And we want to talk about it and point this out. Now, we have a lot of other people that follow patriots that really aren't pesky. They're kind of like 
how should I say, Operation Mockingbird, and they're always bringing up this weird stuff, but they never tell you what I just told you. Why? Most of them know about it, to be honest with you. They just don't want to talk about it. Why? Because, oh, because it's, it's, it's too far out there. It's conspiracy theory. It's conspiracy theory that the White House counsel was basically yelling at Donald Trump when we have an eyewitness to say he did that. Okay, that's conspiracy theory. I don't think so. What it is is they don't want you to know how usurped the government is because so many of the alt-media people are basically Operation Mockingbird and controlled through the CIA. And so if you don't hear them talking about the Third Temple, remember, that's their big fantasy dream. They want to get that Third Temple rebuilt, like it says in the book of Thessalonians, so that their Antichrist, this snake in a tree, can get resurrected and possess this individual, probably Jared Kushner, according to some people. I don't know. Who knows? And walk out on the temple steps and say, hey, you know, I'm God. Look at me. Ha ha. Whatever. But that's that's what they want. And then everybody else gets raptured. They get to go to heaven because they've completely convinced the, evangel the evangelicals that they're going to watch it all from the heavenly grandstands and nobody's going to get injured despite the million Chinese Christians who were killed when they turned communists in that country who are all waiting to be raptured. Yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? But that's how they believe. So this, and I'm a Christian. You guys know that. But that whole rapture theology with me and, and not having to go through the tribulation and, and not having to deal with this negative stuff on the planet is not what the Bible says, according to most scholars. And it was never taught until 1850 with Darby, and then Schofield copied Darby's stuff, and Schofield worked with Samuel Untermeyer to promote the Schofield Bible Samuel Unterbeyer being the same person who blackmailed Woodrow Wilson, the syphilis-infected president, in order to get the Federal Reserve Act put in. Yeah, that same Samuel Unterbeyer, that same Woodrow Wilson. And then they gave these Schofield Bibles by the tens of thousands to Christian institutions all around the country, promoting the rebuilding of Israel and promoting the rebuilding of the Third Temple and promoting humans trying to force God's hand in the end times to start the tribulation early by bringing in the Antichrist. I mean, this whole thing's so messed up it's ridiculous. But this is what they teach in so many churches, including the Baptist churches that I've attended in the past. Why? I don't know. Because I guess they've been brainwashed by the Schofield Bible. And then if you got to make sure down here in the South that your Baptist preacher isn't a 33-degree level Mason or a high-level Mason or part of the Masonic Lodge because they joined that many cases 50, 60, 40 years ago in order to have more contacts and more interface with other people in the community. And so now all of a sudden there are a bunch of Freemasons running around with the Council of Foreign Relations, and the Freemasons are directly connected to the Zohar, which is the, work, the fundamental book of the Kabbalah and the worship of demons. That's where we are right now, guys, if you wonder why Donald Trump can't do anything. Uh, somebody contacted me this today, and they said this morning, and they said, "Well, you know, you got to be really careful because." And this, I really respect this lady who sent me this because of what's going on in Washington D.C. right now. Because are you really going to make a difference? Are you really going to have a sit-in in Washington D.C. and say we're not going to move until this election is fixed? Well, no, that's not going to happen. Why? Number one, it's January. It's going to be unbelievably cold there, and there's no way that you could survive staying out there overnight without, you know fleece and, and goose down and tents and survival equipment because it's so cold outside. But the reality is we can't just walk silently into the night and not do anything. We can't watch the United States die with a whimper. That's why Austin and I are going up there, spending two or three or four days up there because we're trying to see the pulse of the United States. Will it make a difference? 
Probably not. But will we be able to say when we're old and gray and basically about to check out and go to be with the Lord, did we stand against tyranny? Yes, we will. We'll be able to say that. We can walk quietly back to heaven or wherever we're going to go. If we're not a Christian, you don't want to go there, by the way. You really need to be a Christian and say, guys, at least we tried. At least we did everything we could to restore the republic. Because quite frankly, at this point, we're going to cross the Rubicon. And that's basically when Julius Caesar walked back into March, back into Rome, crossed the Rubicon River, and basically installed a, how should I say, a, a, a tyranny in Rome, a dictatorship. And so... If we cross that Rubicon and we do this and we allow ourselves to become that group of people that sat back and did nothing, are we going to wonder when we're 85 years old and 20 years from now, for me, why didn't I do something? Why didn't we try something? Well, guys, we're doing everything we can, and we're doing it with your help. You know, We're one of the only shows out there telling you this kind of stuff. In fact, I think we are the only show telling you what I just told you this morning. I mean, we're it as far as I know. Now, Jeff Francis is really good about it too. He has me on. So does Dave Hodges. So does Doug Hagman. So we try to get as much of this information out as we possibly can. But guys, listen to me. You know, we, the people of the United States, if we allow this to continue like this, we're going to deserve what we get. Now, a lot of us say, well, if you can't do anything to change it, then do we really deserve what we're going to get? Well, let's stop for one second here. Let me pontificate for one second. We've killed 60 million children, some say 70 million now with abortion. We're putting dead babies in vaccines and injecting them, and the Catholic Church is saying that's okay. You know, we fed all of these demons now, and it says in the book of Revelation that basically the beast has a mortal wound that is healed. And so we basically allowed Lucifer to have enough energy from all these aborted fetuses, in my opinion, and all these human sacrifices to heal himself. So what in the world are we complaining about because we're reaping what we've sown? You think, well, Ted, I haven't sown this. Well, neither have I. But I'm telling you, you got to look at the corporation, the company, the country, if you want to call it a corporation, which I believe we probably have turned into now after the Civil War. If you want to look at what's happened here with the United States of America, you know, we've really compromised ourselves. And we've really allowed these electoral, these elected officials to come in and do whatever they wanted to do. And our parents were real bad about this. I'm not going to say, I'm going to say this. Our parents, sat and allowed Roe v. Wade to go in. Now, my parents, now, this is, this is not your parents if you're young, but I'm talking about the parents who were born in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, and we were born in the 50s and the 60s. We allowed, those parents allowed Roe v. Wade to happen. He said, well, they couldn't control what Roe v. Wade anymore. We could control what's going on with Donald Trump right now. Okay, then go back one more notch. Then you got to go back all the way to Woodrow Wilson. Then you got to go back to Teddy Roosevelt being supported by the international banking cartels in the Bull Moose Party in the election with Woodrow Wilson and Taft, which basically goes back to the Kabbalist, Luciferian, Masonic leaders to do this. So we have found ourselves right in the throes of a very, very strange place in history where a whole bunch of us don't want to be here and be involved in this. and We want to change it. But then so many people are asleep because of tricyclic antidepressants and serotonin reuptake inhibitors and Prozac and opiates all brought to you by the Kabbalists who basically are the ones who practice pharmacology or pharmakia according to the book of Revelation and have poisoned and drugged people into a state of stupor. Here we are. So all we can do at this point so that the next generation can't complain about me and you is to do everything we possibly can. And that's why Austin and I are going to D.C. 
Because at least when we come back to this point, when we say, oh my gosh, what's happening? We're in martial law now. They're setting up FEMA camps. They're taking people away. We can say if we're still allowed to be on the air, which we probably won't be, but we can still say it to our friends, we did everything we could to oppose the tyranny. We did not do what they did with Woodrow Wilson, with this giant Zionist plot to bring in this new world order, period. Yeah. That's where we are. So, Austin, that's enough of me pontificating. What do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, the thing that we've seen this year, and this is kind of a beta test, I think, in my opinion, with what we saw with COVID, is COVID was a test run to see what soft, submissive pansies the American populace has turned into. That's right. I'm being serious. I mean, I, I'm not meaning that sarcastically. I'm not meaning that derogatory. I'm meaning that seriously right now. Because if they ran this COVID run, and after we got had the first couple months and we realized this whole thing was a complete and total BS crap show in our front yard, and we said, you know what? We're done. Everybody's open. We're not doing masks. Crap on your vaccine. Dump it out the door. Nobody's taking this. We're done with it. And 70, 80, 90% of America said that. Guess what would have happened? Majority of people would have showed up to vote as well. The whole thing they did was a giant scam to rip this election. And like Dad said, it's not like Donald Trump is going to do some massive saving. But what they're doing now is they're showing everybody what they do in front of us and that majority of people aren't going to do anything about it. I mean, I still, I, I went to Publix, well, two, was it two nights ago? Yeah, Monday night. Let's stop by over there. Like 90% of people are wearing masks in there. Like, I mean, like walking idiot sheep. We have almost virtually no cases in Polk County at all. And tell you guys what, it's not from the mask. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. These people walk around with a mask on their chin, barely covering their mouth, just to wear it. Just to wear it. Like they're a bunch of slack-jawed pansies that can't stand up for anything. And then the same people go, we're, yeah, we're, we're not going to take it. We're not going to deal with this. We're, we're not going to, we're not going to stand by and let the election go. Oh, hold, hold on a second. There comes a manager. Let me pull my mask up. And I'm like, dude, you're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment. This, just shut up. Like the same people that walk around with freedom shirts and American flags on their mask. Like they're, they're proud to walk around with a mask on. Dude, open up your business. Take the mask off. If you want to walk around and look like an idiot, look like an idiot. But sure as heck, keep your mouth shut when it comes to anything involving freedom and maintaining our constitutional republic. Because we're done with it. I, 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 don't, I don't know how to be any clearer than that. Either stand up and be a man about it or shut up and sit down. And that's why I told that. I said, we got to go up there. I said, I don't know what to do. The only next step is a full-blown revolution war. That's it. That's really the next step after this. That's where it goes after this. And that would be absolutely horrific. But on the other hand, too, how much worse is it going to be if we just sit back and get boiled like frogs and continue not to say anything? I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of this with you guys as well. We're just blessed down here in Florida. The vast majority of the areas are still open for business, even though some of these idiot mayors in Orange County and Tampa and stuff like that are trying to mandate masks on businesses and fine businesses. And that's where we see this going now the same way with the vaccines. Where they're coming in now, there was an interesting article I saw. It was a German geneticist who said people who refuse the COVID vaccine should be denied medical treatment 
I kid you not, it's from Paul Joseph Watson. He said, whoever wants to refuse the vaccination, please carry a document with you and say, I refuse to be vaccinated. That way, if you get sick, your bed and any other medical equipment can be used for somebody else. What? Are you kidding me right now? Because I don't want to be vaccinated with a compound that has multiple strands of genetic aborted fetal tissue in it and aluminum and all types of other sick compounds, an RNA vaccine at that, that has zero, zero long-term research. That we've seen literally thousands of people now who have already gotten it have had significant all the way to severe side effects because I don't want to get that. Now all of a sudden, I should be denied medical treatment if I ever have to go to the hospital for an emergency, which has only happened one time in my life, really. And then on top of all that, you've got people that are getting arrested now. There's an article that came out from Zero Hedge and talked about an 18-year-old pre-med student, Skylar Mack, who was arrested for not using the COVID tracking device during a mandatory 14-day isolation period when she arrived in the Cayman Islands. Cayman Islands arrested her. Arrested her. They've been doing the same thing in Hawaii now, too. They've just blacklisted it. They're not talking about it. They actually have roving snitches on social media that are watching any social media post in Hawaii that are tagged to Hawaii, that have locations in Hawaii, that have hashtags in Hawaii, and basically looking to see anybody that's landed in Hawaii from outside of Hawaii, if they don't quarantine for 14 days when they get there, they either find them or arrest them and detain them. Because you're not. This is how draconian it's gotten. And then you see this, this, this just fear porn all over the place. The other day, Washington Post put out something. It was, it was laughable. And it said, in the amount of time you can sing, uh, what was it, a Christmas night or something, uh, five people have already died from COVID. And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, so you guys can't come up with anything better. I mean, that that's the best fear porn you can come up with. I mean, this, this is how low these mainstream media outlets have stooped to try to push the narrative. And then on top of that, you have all these weird things going on with the pastors, the strangest thing to me, that are refusing to say stuff. Now, I might, I might add now, I did see an article earlier now, and it said multiple high-ranking Catholics, including multiple black pastors now, have said they will not promote the vaccine citing concerns over its rapid development, lack of evidence that it even works, and the potential long-term side effects. Another individual, A.R. Reverend Bernard, head of the Brooklyn Megachurch, has now declined a major health care organization's invitation to come into the church and talk about vaccines. He said, we are concerned about it being tested on persons of color, and we will not encourage it or allow people to come in here and promote it. I thought, well, good for him. At least somebody in a Christian realm is saying something about it. At least somebody is doing about it. Because, heck, I've seen a lot of these churches now. They're not even talking about it. Some of them are promoting it. Embarrassing as that is. Really? I mean, that's that's, that's how far we've come now. And now it's ironic. It's ironic because I, I talked to a buddy of mine about this last night. I said, now we're hearing all this nonsense in England about this new mutant strain of COVID. It's this mutant strain. It's come out of the depths of hell and it's a mutant strain of COVID. We don't know where it came from. Anybody else ask the question, why in the world this mutant strain of COVID happened to rear its ugly head immediately after the COVID vaccine was exploded on the UK population like an atomic bomb three weeks ago? Anybody else ask that question but me? 
Oh, oh, we're we're releasing the vaccine now. Everybody has to get shot in the UK. You have to absolutely get it. You're not going to be able to do anything. Everybody starts getting it. We got this mutant strain of COVID now. We don't know how it showed up. How did it get here? We don't know. Guys, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? The same thing like I've said numerous times, and I've told this on the Hagman Show. I said, isn't it ironic, just ironically, the flu comes out of its hole like the groundhog every year, right when the flu shot starts being administered all over the country? Flu, flu doesn't show up at all. Flu's nowhere to be found. Hardly any cases of flu anywhere. All of a sudden, the flu vaccine pops up. Bam! We got a flu epidemic again. We don't know how it showed up. Really? It's a live flu virus. It's called viral shedding. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a scientific fact. Why don't you do some research on it? It's always ironic to me when I hear people go, man, I was feeling really good, and I got the flu vaccine, and man, all of a sudden, I'm sick as a dog for a week. M imagine that. Dum, dum, dum. You just want to knock them on the head with a ruler. Like, is anybody in there? Does one plus one equal two, or is one plus one equal nine? You've been doing too much common core math, buddy. Why don't you do some deductive reasoning, figure out what's going on. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the truth, Dad. And now it's ironic. It, it, this, this is something that really, this bit me today, this morning. I don't know why it bit me so hard, but it really just chapped me. You know, I told you many of times, I have not been a proponent of ongoing foreign wars, especially ones that are completely unprovoked, one of those which being in Syria. Syria has been one of those countries that has been a complete and total, not only violation of human rights, but complete and total violation of nationalist sovereignty of countries. We were not invited to Syria. We were not asked to come into Syria. We were not even told Syria is a place we should go. There was no human rights violations in Syria. There was zero evidence of chemical weapons attacks from Assad whatsoever. I've talked to people that have been in the military and that have deployed, and they said, dude, there's never been evidence at all that Assad released chemical gas ever. We've even seen the lies, where we've heard the lies, we've seen the alleged evidence that has zero facts backing it whatever, whatsoever. I mean, anybody find it odd, what was it, three years ago, we said, oh, Assad, if you release chlorine gas, we're going to go in and we're going to drop Tomahawk missiles on you. The next day, Assad released chlorine gas, we're dumping Tomahawk missiles on him. Really? You think he's that much of a blithering idiot? Do you think this guy is that much of a moron that he's going to go release chemical weapons on a civilian populace right after the U.S. says we're going to release Tomahawk missiles on you if you do this? I don't. Nobody else that has any brains does. Now they've come in. This is you're going to like this. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo now, as of yesterday, has said the U.S. is imposing sanctions on the Syrian First Lady Ahmad Assad now, blaming her. It's her fault. That's the First Lady of Syria. It's her fault now that the prolonged wars continued to go on in that country. It's not that we're there. It's not that we've been funding. ISIS. It's not that we were asked to show up and do something. That has nothing to do with it. none of that. None of that. No, no, no. It's the First Lady's fault. And not only is it the First Lady's fault, we're putting sanctions on the First Lady of Assad. And that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. Now we're blaming their parents and father-in-law that live in England. They said, in addition, we are sanctioning several members of Assad's family, including Fazal, Arik, and also respected 
He didn't say this, but this is what it, who it is. Respected Syrian English cardiologist Fazad Sharik. His wife and multiple other members, as per section EO13894, that they have accumulated their riches at the expense of the Syrian people and will now be sanctioned. So whenever you try to throw over a regime that you don't agree with, you first attack it, you invade it, and you try to take over all its natural resources so you can instill a Federal Reserve Bank or a central bank. When that doesn't work, you go in and say, hey, this horrible leader is now releasing weapons of mass destruction on its populace. Well, we haven't heard that 50 times. When that doesn't work, you sanction them from the entire world and say nobody can do any business with you or else they're going to be sanctioned. When that doesn't work, you then start sanctioning their in-laws that live halfway across the world because, hey, that's what you do, right? That's, that's what democracy deserves. We're liberating Syria, so we're filing sanctions on their family. You can't even make this up. And, you know, last couple days I've been watching part of the – epic clown show with this stimulus bill that came out and said you know, $600 and we heard all the reports you know money's going to Pakistan money's going to Cambodia another billion dollars going to Egypt and I thought to myself I thought to myself I said why is this information being released this is a 5800 page bill we hardly saw anything would happen with the, the other 2.2 trillion dollar bill at the beginning of the year why is this getting released why have they added this in here and why are why is everybody talking about the mainstream outlet you always got to wonder that. Anytime the mainstream media starts talking about something heavily, you always got to question it. Well, then, of course, Trump came out last night, and he said, I'm vetoing the bill. This is stupid. It's the most asinine, disrespectful bill I've ever seen. He goes into detail about where all the money's going. Okay? And I went, okay, now Trump's talking about it. Now mainstream media is covering Trump talking about it. And he goes, everybody needs to get $2,000 stimulus check. And I went, well, $2,000 is better than $600. It's still an embarrassment, though. It should be anywhere between eight dollars to $12,000 based on the amount of money that they're budgeting in this. And I said, but it's not. It's $2,000. It's still, it's still pennies, pennies compared to what everybody has lost this year. And then sure enough now, Pelosi and Schumer came out this morning. And they said, Republicans have repeatedly refused to tell us how much the president wanted for checks. And at last, the president said $2,000. We are ready to bring this to the floor by unanimous consent. Let's do it and get this passed immediately. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So $2,000 for the American populace. So instead of getting pennies, we get a couple dimes. And instead of removing the hundreds of billions of dollars in foreign aid, we're going to sweep that under the rug. That's okay. That's okay. Don't worry about all that. The, the hundreds of billions of dollars that are going to other countries, that's okay now as long as the American populace sells their soul for a cup of porridge or $2,000. That's okay. The whole thing has turned into complete and total socialist design manipulation nightmare. They're doing this to get the entire United States cons consenting and conditioned to a socialist, one-world system where everybody gets money every single month from the government. That's what this entire thing is based on. You know what everybody needs to say right now? How about this? We don't want your money. We're going to open up the government, shred and veto the stinking bill. The rest of the world doesn't need our taxpayer money. We're going to open in our restaurant. We're going to open our business. We're going to open our shop. I'm sitting in my office right now, have never shut down one single day this year. Not once. Didn't take a vacation this year. 
worked all year long. Why? Because that's what America's supposed to do. That's what you do in a capitalistic society. America's designed to make money. It's built on making money and making a living and feeding your family. It's not based on socialistic welfare ideology to have the government hand us money out after they forcibly shut down your business. Stop listening to the bullcrap. Ian up there in fitness with the Atlas gym up there is now basically recalling the governor. They are getting hundreds of thousands of signatures already. They're planned. I think they need 1.2 million signatures, and they can actually formally recall the governor now and basically put it into place. They're working on doing it. They're not shutting down their gym. Majority of people up there that are hanging out with him now and around him are not shutting down their business. They are done. Everybody's done that's awake. We've had enough. So instead of sitting around and arguing and complaining about how much more money the government's going to give us this month, like we're a bunch of socialist slugs, how about you open up your business? How about you keep working? How about you keep feeding your family? How about you don't consent to tyrannical, unlawful, illegal, unconstitutional orders? That's what we do. We don't complain about why the government's not giving us more money. This entire stimulus bill is designed to do just that, to get the populace to murmur and complain about not getting enough money from the government, from taxpayer funds that we are funding. That's the irony about it. The $2,000, that's your money you've already paid in taxes, by the way. That's, that's where it's going. You've already paid that money in. You're getting it back. And the rest of the world is getting the rest of our money. And they're just printing more money as they need it. But at the same time, you notice it's funny? You know how much it would stimulate the economy if they said, you know what? Everybody that's made less than half a million dollars a year, we're canceling income tax this year. All the money you've paid in quarterly, all the money you've paid in this year, you're getting a full refund check on it. You're getting all of your tax money back to help support your business if you've been shut down. If you've had a job, if you have a $10,000 refund check or $5,000 refund check, you get your whole refund check back. All of it goes back to you. You want to know how much that would stimulate the economy? You want to talk about opening up businesses and helping people feed their families? That would be huge. But no, they don't want to do that. Because why? It would wake the populace up to the aspect and the idea and the knowledge that our money we pay into IRS doesn't go to anything. It completely and totally goes to a negative balance, and they continue to run a deficit every single year. This is what the entire banking system is built on, is usury, illusion, and magic. That's why they call it money magic. What do you think about this, Dad, situation that we're in oh. now? Oh, Austin, you're absolutely right. I mean, we, we basically are forced to pay money for a system that's so corrupt that it's systemic to the entire – gunpoint. Gunpoint. You know, it's a gunpoint. You don't pay this. We're taking you by gunpoint out of your house, and we're putting you in prison. God, I don't want to go to prison. Okay, I'll, I'll pay the usury fees. I mean, it's because we've been basically, when they started, I covered this a few weeks ago, when they started charging us income tax on our labor, okay, that's basically servitude. That's an indentured servant. That's somebody working on a farm having to pay part of their money back to the landholder or the basically king. We're all serfs. And that's what they're doing. They're putting us back into a feudal system. And they've done that for 100 years now. You know, remember, this is all Samuel Untermeyer back with syphilis infected Woodrow Wilson. All of this stuff happened 100 years ago because that's what – the problem is the peasants. I mean, you know, they consider that to be like well, you and me. They, we, we get around too much. We get, to, we get to travel and we get to fly. We have to use airline points and hotel points. And we have to go to national parks. And we get to do what we want to do most of the time because we have freedom and we can't have that because we're too hard to track. 
So they gave us our slave trackers. That's not enough. That's the cell phones, by the way. So then they started monitoring our telephones and monitoring our TV sets. So they can watch us at night and see what we're doing, you know, with our wife, you know, while we're sitting on the couch, what a bunch of sickos these people are. And then they decided, well, that's not enough either. Now we got to inject them with chips. we got to put these tracking chips inside of them because our slaves are walking around too much and they get too much freedom and we can't keep inventory control, which would be us. We're the inventory. So, yeah, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. Now, Joe Biden is saying he's going to dismantle Trump's legal wall, inviting Central Americans to the southern border. President-elect is planning to dismantle the legal wall of the United States-Mexican border that Trump has constructed for billions of dollars that ensures a reduction of illegal immigrants through asylum agreements with Mexico and Central America. All right, that's, that's nice. But, you know, reality is, is how much wall did Trump really build? You know, some people say 600 miles of repaired fencing. Other people say a few hundred miles of real wall. I don't know. I'm not on the southern border. It's very heavily policed down there. Hard to get down there and look at things. Don't know. But I know that Trump didn't build his 2,000 miles of wall that he told us he was going to do, but that's okay. Some people say, well, he didn't say he's going to do the whole 2,000 miles. Whatever. Whatever he said, it ain't been done. But the reality is he didn't. He wasn't in control anyhow, so it really couldn't be done, and it is it, could it? Well, by the way, I want to say something about what's going on. You know, now they're saying that they're actually able to teleport matter and information, you know, via the phone lines, via the system, as far as, you know, the science, as far as the ability to go out and create this, like a transporter, so to speak. Well, there you go. Well, they're actually admitting to that now. But remember what Lockheed Skunk Works director said? He says, we can now take E.T. home. This is Ben Rich. He says, we already have the means to travel among the stars, but these technologies are locked up in black projects, and it would take an act of God to ever get them out to benefit humanity. And he goes on to say, this is a quote, anything you can imagine, we already know how to do. We now have the technology to take E.T. home. No, it won't take someone's lifetime to do it. There's an error in the equations. We know what it is, and now we have the capability to travel to the stars, end quote. Ben Rich, former director of Lockheed Skunk Works, shortly before he passed, died. Wow. You know, then he asked a question. They said, how is U.S. old propulsion function? His reply was remarkable. Let me ask you, how does ESP work? The man asking the question, Mr. Rich said, all points in time and space are connected. They're quantumly entangled. Ben Rich then replied, that's how it works. And I've talked to you about quantum mechanics repeatedly on the show. I've talked to you about scalar wave technology. And Ben Rich is saying, that's how it works. Think about that. William Hamilton wrote, Rich Andrews was a close personal friend of Lockheed Skunk Works. CEO Ben Rich, the hand-picked successor of Skunk Works founder Kelly Johnson, and the man famous for the 718, F-17-117 Nighthawk stealth fighter, is half pint prototype, the half blue and the top secret F-19 stealth fighter fighter interceptor. Before Rich died of cancer, Andrew took many questions, and Rich confirmed there are two types of UFOs. The ones that they the ones we build, and the ones that they build. They. T-H-E-Y. We learned from both crash retrievals and actual hand-me-downs the government knew and until 1969 took an active hand in the administration of that information. After a 1969 Nixon purge, administration was handled by international board of directors in the private sector. And that's, my friends, is who is running everything with the Kabbalist bankers. It is the shadow government. They don't want you to know this technology is available and we have a breakaway civilization. And I've talked about this at length and depth. But you got to remember something, guys. 
the one thing that scares these guys is the name of Jesus. That's why you can't even mention the name of Jesus in a Masonic Lodge. It is forbidden. Because thou shalt call his name Jesus, the Lamb of God, the Prince of Peace, the Counselor, the Good Shepherd, Savior, Redeemer, the Great I Am. He is God. And all of these clowns and all of the mess they do, they are scared to death of the name. That's why being a Christian is so important. I have not yet prayed for you guys this morning. We've had a busy, busy morning. But I want you to know something. I'm going to pray for you guys right now. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Go also finish up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, guys, and thank you again for continually speaking your mind. Always remember this entire situation in 2020 as this year comes to a close, wild year. This entire year has been about seeing how far they can get the American populace to consent. How many people are going to argue when they go into a store and somebody asks them to wear a mask, or you simply just ignore them when they ask you to wear a mask? It was funny, yesterday I walked in to Sam's Club with Ted. We went in there to help my sister get some tires. They had a really good deal on tires. And we walk in, and as soon as we walk in, the lady goes, you need a mask? Thank you again for the support, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com, the Ultimate Multiple Powder, still on sale for a few more days, and the Ultimate Multiple Capsules will be going on sale here shortly as product of the week. Thank you so much again. Stay strong. Stay awake. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 